Welcome to the Blue Roads Changemaker podcast. This is the audio version of the show On Your Own Terms that airs first on the Win Win Women Network. I'm Patty Talbot, and this is the place where we learn together what it takes to change the world on your own terms and in your own special way. Today, my special guest is Nadine Marshall. Nadine is coming to us all the way from New Zealand. I was fortunate to meet Nadine in a small pod group in a business networking program I'm in that is offered by Miracy. Their business development program is called ACES. And Nadine and I were lucky enough to have the same coach for one of our sprints together, and we were put together in a pod. I immediately felt the warmth and authentic nature of Nadine, and I was fascinated by the work that she's doing and the framework that she's created to help her clients develop themselves holistically as whole, functioning, thriving human beings. I will let her tell you all about that, but I am thrilled that she has today agreed to use my framework for Changemakers Homegrown Solutions for a Patchwork World to tell her story. This is Nadine Marshall. born on the west coast of the South Island of New Zealand in a small town called Greymouth and it's got a real rugged natural beauty. We're surrounded by the ocean and beautiful natural bush and as a child I spent a lot of time playing in the bush and making hearts and pathways and imagining my time with fairies and I just had a very imaginative kind of wonderful (laughs) childhood connected to nature and I had a lot of freedom in my play and exploration with my brothers and friends that lived on our street and that kind of thing. It was quite a, a free time. And I come from a sort of family of coal miners and that type of working class people. My grandfather and father were all connected to the mines. And that's a very, was a very important local feature of our town economically. And so I had, and there's a lot of sort of resilience and quite, it can be a harsh kind of environment as well as being really beautiful. So there's a real resilience and resourcefulness of West Coast people, but also a real deep friendliness and welcoming nature to them. When people visit now, it's very much known for its tourist approach, but people always feel welcome and you feel like you can come home. And I used to joke, there's a a, a pub not very far away from where my, my nanny used to live. And you could go and just put your money on the bar and order a drink and the barman would just take your money and put the change back. And there'd just be these little piles all around the bar. And yeah, so that was the nature of of how the west coast is and so I often hankered to get back there be amongst those beautiful friendly people and the, just the natural environment yeah my mum she was a nurse as well so she had a very caring ethic and she was the first person in my family to really train in a professional capacity and so that sort of was a really inspiring thing for me I grew up 
very much with female role models. My mum mostly raised me on her own and I had a very loving connection to my grandmother as well. So that was my environment with with my family. Yeah, so it shows up on my background, I think, in a sense of my own resourcefulness and creativity and a general sense of welcoming and feeling a warmth for towards people. I very much love people and I love to understand how they tick. But also my experience with nature meant that I had a real connection to the metaphor of nature and what mother nature does and it really guides my work in organizations and so I use the seasons and cycles the life cycles of plants and the ecosystems of the natural world to to guide and show us when we're getting off track with how we can be in relationship to ourselves and to each other in the workspace yeah I really feel that that's been a huge influence in my work been on this mission actually really since I was a teenager really exploring who I am what I'm here for what's my purpose what's my role why am I on the planet right now and I have done a lot of spiritual exploration and I do have a formal spiritual path and meditation practice and I've connected that with my work in business and helping organizations to unleash the potential inside the individuals that they have and to create spaces that allow us to be Elevating the human condition and making the world a better place, that's something that really inspires and motivates me. And I love working with organizations who are mission-driven and want to be doing legacy work and also understanding how to untap the individuals in there who have their own legacy work that they want to offer to the world and their own gifts and geniuses and creating organic spaces and workplaces that allow us to be our truth and in our own way and for some that isn't actually being inside of organization it might be taking the entrepreneurial path or doing something that's more of service so I love helping people tap into that and I often get involved at a point where they're in breakdown or with disintegration and where there's like a, a kind of a crisis of faith or a checkpoint And they're looking to understand what's going on here. I've been really successful or the business has been really successful and now it's not. And to me, it's a time of really using the the metaphor of plants, like we've broken out of our container. Our container doesn't fit, we're root bound. We need to up-level and elevate our roles with our work. I see us as spiritual beings having a human experience and that the idea of our work is a place in which we can self-actualize and bring our best gifts to ourselves and for the benefit of everyone. I love your metaphor of the patchwork and as I'm a great lover of metaphor and, and making understanding of things and yeah I've had an interesting experience I moved around a little bit as a child especially in the formative years of my kind of adolescence 11 12 13 and started to learn how to be with other people and learn from scratch like being an experience in relationship with people then I took myself away to university I chose to travel further away and had a lot of different diverse experiences with my university days. It's a kind of a crazy heyday, but you get to mingle with a lot of different people from all around the country. And But the real place where the sort of diversity of perspectives and different cultural experiences came through my work, and I got to work with a variety of different occupational groups and people. And because I just have this 
just love of understanding about people and what makes them tick and what's important to them. I just would get into conversation and relationship with them and be asking and inquiring about their lives to understand what was going on behind their work or what was happening with the issues that were presenting, why this was important so that I could be a true advocate for them and their potential and what what was there for work. I've had the pleasure of representing in the Māori space with our, our people and even arranging groups where they're speaking in their first language, if they have first language for Māori or Pacifica and those kinds of things. And that was a real privilege because I, I felt a real deep humility and understanding, for, uh, particularly for people who have more than one language, that when you're the white language and the predominant culture, that you you have, a, the world is geared for you. But also people would say, oh, they don't speak very good English. And I'm thinking they already have a natural language. They have native language and they're really proficient. And wow, aren't they amazing at bringing their perspectives to us? And it was just that appreciation of all the different things that people can bring in that way that really helped me see that diversity of perspective in particular and what kind of cultural background you come from or what kind of economic background or family background you come from. Are you rural or have you grown up in the city and those kinds of things. And I've been, I grew up on the coast, which is coal mining, um, working class, but then we moved and I had time in the farming community and we lived on farms and I've also lived in cities. So I have a sort of different perspective and I feel a real connection with people at a deep level. And I think I understand that our diversity creates the ability for us to hold space for everyone and for everyone to feel that there's a place for them and that each of us have our unique gifts and strengths that we can offer. But also at the end of the day, we are connected through our spirit, through our connection of who we are at a real deep essence. And it doesn't matter what we look like or where we've come from, we can feel that. And I love that whenever I come into contact with someone, I can feel, I, I feel them. And it just reminds me of the oneness that we share together. Yeah. I more than 10 years maybe 15 years ago I had this vision of designing my work around my life and really set out to do that and I've had lots of challenges and sometimes I've leapt without safety nets and I wouldn't always recommend that and I went boldly forward and into things and I've learned some good lessons along the way but I think I had this deep feeling that our work and who we are could be so different and that inside organizations for example we could really restructure our relationship with each other the power dynamic to create a sort of place in which that what I believe is the new impulse that people have which is to thrive I think we my background of coming from working class there was very much that impulse to survive that's what the working class were needing to do and then there was that ability to start sending your children to higher education and so that was that idea of having an impulse to strive and be successful financially and in your learning and those kinds of things and now I think People have often, the disrupting factor in that is it's taken its toll on people's relationships or in their own well-being. And now people are looking for a new way of being in relationship to their work and themselves, which is about thriving. And I want to be a part of creating a community and safe spaces for people who really want to explore that and be and in the, all their diversity. I'm quite a multi-passionate person. I do a range of different things. I'm a pure spiritual healer, intuitive counselor, a yoga teacher 
teacher, a consultant, a facilitator. I've got to be lecturing at our university. And I just take challenges because I love them and they're growing me into someone. And rather than feeling squished into a particular box or container, I want the idea of our workplaces and how we order our work to allow people to really be themselves in the world, but offer their gifts to the world as well. Through that process to actually self-actualize ourselves and become the truth of who we really are and all our brilliance and glory. So that's what drives me, I think. My role as a mother as well has been a really important influence in my work. And in fact, it was one of the driving reasons that I Before I even became pregnant and knew I was having a child, this idea of wanting to design my work around my life, but it became a very important feature for me as a woman to be accessible to my children and to have this time where the formative years of them growing. And so I've made sacrifices in sense of financial and possibly progression around some things, but to me, I can see that it's a really important learning phase. I've I've learned so much from it. And I have such empathy for mums and parents who have to do full-time work. And that's allowed me to really see where work impacts on us and in our psyche and in our values where we're in conflict with who we are and what we're trying to do and the other values in our lives. And that's a that's an important part of me. That's something that really drives my work as well as helping people dissolve the shame that they feel around the way that they might be in relationship to their work and how that impacts on their families and those kinds of things and to find new ways of being in their work to me that's really very important yeah Yeah, so my children are now almost 14 and 16 and I know there's this feeling that as your teenagers get older they're certainly more independent and they're moving around and all that but I spoke to my fiance the other day and just and it's it's a thing that's come to me many times in recent years that this is a really important time and I actually feel oh yes the apron strings are stretching out but it's actually time for me to be here in a different way for them so that now I'm driving them to their sports events and different things and being able to have communications with them I call myself a mover which is a mummy uber and I joke about it but actually it's a really important time because that's I'm available to them and reflecting back that it's important what they're doing I go to their games I try to turn up to their interviews those kind of things are like oh mom it's that kind of thing of just them knowing that I'm there because they're going through such a huge growth into adulthood and I remember that as being a quite scary time and just being available to them in whatever way they need is something that feels really important to me yeah I'm in the process of really evolving my business into a new level and I feel really called to launch my business in a new way and I call poetic enterprise and I really want people to connect to the idea of metaphor and being able to be free of some of the constructs of the way that we work whether we work as entrepreneurs or inside organizations and my forming of this is just in the early stages and developing it but I currently coach individuals around their work and how they are in relationship to their work and inside their families as well so if people feel they'd like to explore any of these kinds of issues I particularly feel uh, drawn to helping people who are multi-passionate and feel unsure about how to put all of the different facets of themselves into a way that is their own path and the way that they want to work and that's something that I love exploring and helping people soundboard and hold space for them because sometimes it 
cannot feel safe to own up to the things that you really want to be and do because you think that you need to limit or edit yourself. And so I'd love to be able to be that space where people can explore it in a way that feels is useful but also safe and you can find out more about who you are and grow in that way and people can connect with me on my email or through my LinkedIn page and as I evolve I'll be putting my website up and running some future group coaching that I really hope to be doing to yeah amplify the work that people are already doing and help them to bring more of themselves and catalyze this next stage of their growth as well to thrive in their work people can find me on my LinkedIn which is Nadine Marshall Leadership Coach and my email address is nadinelmarshall at gmail.com and I'd be very happy to connect up with you just to have an exploratory conversation or if anything resonates with you or you want to share anything with me I'd just love to receive that so I'm always growing and learning from others. So one of the things that's really close and important to my heart is my spiritual path and my pure meditation. And I volunteer at the Self-Realization Siva Light Center in Christchurch, New Zealand. And if you feel interested in exploring your deeper connection to your own spirituality, I would love to direct you to them. Their website is selfrealizationcenter.nz. And uh, yeah, just love for you to explore that side if you feel to. Mm. Thank you, Nadine. What a thrill it is to hear from you today. I look forward to a long association and I hope that the viewers of this show will be inspired to reach out to you, follow your work and perhaps get involved with you. You are someone that can help them live their lives in the most genuine, nurturing and cared for way so that they can do the same for the people with whom they work. That is how the ripple effect works. We let our light shine so that others can connect the glow. I hope you'll also follow my work at blueroadseducation.org, where we are working together to celebrate, support, and cultivate changemakers like Nadine and like you. You can get in touch to get involved with my courses that develop the 16 skills that all changemakers have in common, to join our changemaker circles that are mastermind-style accountability groups for people who wish to work on social and environmental change, to help you show up and change the world on your own terms. Next week, we'll have another amazing changemaker woman here to tell you her homegrown solutions for the patchwork world we share. And in the meantime, may you be grounded in your beingness, guided in your doingness, generous in your connectedness, and inspired in your reflectiveness so you can change the world on your own terms. I'm Patty Talbot. I'm always learning, and I know you are too. Thank you.